This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Radar showed some showers falling in parched Iowa. Radar exaggerated the intensity and coverage. All we got was three cracks of thunder. Well, we have yet to get a drop of rain here. The GFS forecast suggests that we'll be soaked by four-inch rains in a few days, and we will look foolish for discussing drought. It would be nice to actually get some of the rain that is crushing Chicago border trade markets. The European model is much drier. The two models have been trading back and forth on accuracy. They agree on a cool-down which will amplify short-term relief. Watching crops under stress while prices retreat is no fun. Monday's crop condition ratings will take another hit. I trim back longs to stay away from the margin clerk. That just feeds the selling. It also saves ammunition to come back another day. Futures markets are forward-looking and the bears see an end to the drought, leading toward the wetter GFS model. The weather forecasters themselves are not so sure. I'm commented on which model will bear out and what comes after. I do not find a climatologist with a definitive answer to what comes next. They are leaning, claiming lower confidence in the forecast. Eric Snodgrass says the net position of the jet stream is north of its average position early this summer, and the models are favoring west coast ridging throughout the end of June. Should this continue, there is greater risk of extreme heat lasting all summer, like 2020, and drought development in the plains. This pattern does not suggest Midwest or East Coast blocking ridges right now through early July. He has low confidence in this forecast until the MGO signal is stronger, and we see a pattern develop over Greenland and Alaska, unquote. The GFS would be enough rain to make a real difference, while the European model would not. Either way, then we get back to the tight balance sheets. A trend line yield does little to nothing to boost carryover stocks. The good news from the break in Chicago border trade prices is that it gives end users an opportunity to acquire inventory at prices that work. We have not destroyed any demand. The trade is also building in higher acreage expected in the end of the month planet acreage report. It will take a lot of rain to end the drought and get corn and the dry western corn belt pollinating. The high-pressure ridge pulled west to let this happen. The next major weather factor, assuming rains are realized, is whether the ridge comes back east over the Corn Belt in July. Soybeans are a drought crop, and the early drought may have little impact on them if relieved. The forecast for July and August be more impactful for soybean prospects. More rain is not a good thing for farmers in the Mid-South who have been enduring flooding. The tropical system dumping more rain on them will take a serious toll on the crops in the Delta. Many commodity markets, which were high flyers, are getting shot down. The collapse in soy oil is more bearish than the weather to date for soybeans. The Federal Reserve's change in tone, telling the trade that it will act sooner to increase interest rates in late 2023 instead of 2024, had the most impact on collapsing gold and boosting the dollar. That nibbed the fledgling inflation cycle in the bud, reversing the money flow moving into commodities. Lumber is no longer as expensive as it was. Ironically, the bond market is little changed. The stock market is trying to see the Fed comments as friendly. It shows that they are taking the inflation uptick seriously. The dollar strength will weigh on commodities. 
A 20-point decline in the Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Confidence Index to 158 in May is still high by historical standards. The Glean Ag Industry Attitude from a 400-person response. They attributed the decline to the expectations building, that costs are rising, and that unfavorable tax rules are in the works. As I noted in a previous report, the cost structure for the current year for grain producers is very favorable, as most fixed inputs were purchased before prices rose. The cost increase will catch up to us next year. As to the U.S. tax policy, I would be shocked if they were not the worst-case scenarios being discussed now. There is bipartisan consensus among rural Republicans and Democrats opposing eliminating the stepped-up basis and 1031 exchange. I believe that they'll carve out exemptions for farms and small businesses. The overall attitude of respondents to this survey improved remarkably with 54% saying that they expect widespread good times for the ag economy in the next five years. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 